0: This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Athletic Greens and by Adam and Eve. It's a real bummer of a week here in the United States, and unfortunately, a lot of the news we're going to talk about today isn't exactly going to uplift your spirits, even though it has nothing to do
1: with With rugby weight or anything else. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's just just a bad news week. But uh, (sighs) let's at least start with some terrible news from outside the U.S. Oh, thank God. uh, Down in our neighbor to the south, Mexico, Mm -hmm. which, despite being a a lovely place in many ways, uh, also has... uh, a bit of an extremely notable drug cartel problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the violence that these cartels have unleashed upon Mexico has taken a lot of innocent lives, uh, but it's not just human lives. Recently, there was a shootout between a drug cartel and law enforcement, and when the dust had settled, not only were there a bunch of dead narcos scattered about the scene, but also a dead monkey wearing camo and a
1: tiny bulletproof vest. A cartel monkey. <sighs> Poor little bastard. So yeah, that's pretty damn weird, but apparently the past week or so had multiple incidents involving exotic animals owned by Mexican cartel members. They had no choice. They had no choice. Just like the animals in war. Animals in drug trafficking, they have no choice. Yeah. Uh, Here's CBS News. Mexican narco's fascination with exotic animals was on display this week after a spider monkey dressed up as a drug gang mascot was killed in a shootout. A 450-pound tiger wandered the streets in the Pacific Coast state of Nayarit, and a man died after trying to pet a captive tiger in a cartel-dominated area of western Michoacan state. Like scenes out of a narco television series, exotic animals have been long part of the Mexican criminal underworld. Photos from the scene of a shootout Tuesday in Texlatacon with police, in which 11 drug gang members died, showed a small monkey dressed in a tiny camouflage jacket and a tiny bulletproof vest sprawled across the body of a dead gunman who was apparently his owner. Um, yeah, look, this is fucking sad. I feel uh, bad for this monkey. I do. It's like... Uh, Going down in a blaze of gunfire is not supposed to happen to tiny monkeys. Gorillas? Maybe. But, so, this is... I think this is a, another good example of just, like, zooming out at the time frame that we've lived in over the past, say, decade or so. It's a, It's another example of just how ridiculous things have gotten. We went from the fucking Ikea monkey to this. Yeah, yeah. And in all scenarios where the worst case scenario is currently playing out, there's some fucking meme that was the genesis of it.
0: Yeah, it is strange. It all starts as jokes. It's also strange for like criminal organizations to, you know, become so established that they have a mascot. Well, can you imagine like the American mafia, like having a mascot that comes out like their own gritty?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Antifa does have gritty. Uh, so that does exist. But, uh, it, it, when you, when you look down on a, at a human animal connection level, there was at least like one person in this bloodthirsty, uh, drug cartel who thought it was cute to put a little bulletproof vest on a monkey. Yeah. Like, I wonder if he had a little gun. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is so odd that like someone was like, uh, yeah, we're, uh, running coke and fentanyl at like 5 p.m. Uh, bring and, the monkey. Yeah. Uh, but, can you put, a, like, a little cute little bulletproof vest on him? We don't want anything bad to happen to him. We actually enjoy him being around. Then, like, was this vest a, a custom job? Like, can, that's you, what I'm... can you buy a monkey-sized
0: bulletproof vest on Amazon? Or was this, like, did they have this custom made? I have so many questions.
1: That, that's the thing, is at some level, someone here is, like, you're, you're witnessing, like, a pretty deep human uh, humanity level here of, like, Oh, this monkey's very cute with his little bulletproof vest. Also, I don't want anything bad to happen to him, even though I, I, uh, presumably, am a terrible person. Yeah. Anyway, there's uh, also, aside
0: from the monkey, there's those two completely separate incidents in Mexico involving uh, cartel tigers. Uh, First off, a Bengal tiger was captured on video just roaming the streets of Tecuala in the state of Nayarit uh, until a guy comes along with the rope and and leashes up the tiger to take it home. All right, Time to go. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, and then authorities apparently caught wind of that video, and they tracked down the tiger, who it turns out maybe wasn't as dangerous as it looked because the owner had removed its claws and fangs, which is messed up.
1: Yeah. Even on a, on a on a house cat that's messed up. Yeah,
0: on a tiger? Man. That sucks. Uh, another tiger, however, who still had its claws and teeth, uh, mauled a guy to death in Michoacan when the guy reached through a fence and tried to pet it, which is...
1: What did you think was going to happen, buddy? Unfortunate, but that's how things go when you try to do that. They they are predators. Yeah. This fascination the cartels have with owning exotic and dangerous animals is, of course, no surprise if you've seen stuff like Netflix's Narcos. And apparently Pablo Escobar was the one to really popularize the practice. As we've talked about repeatedly over the years, Colombia is still dealing with invasive and extremely dangerous hippopotamuses. Decades after Escobar was killed. Security analyst David Salcido tells CBS News, Mexican drug traffickers copied from the narcos of the Medellin cartel the custom of acquiring exotic animals and setting up private zoos. According to the Code of the Drug Trafficking Aristocracy, uh, having a private zoo was a prerequisite for being part of the circle of big-time drug traffickers.
0: Didn't uh, Scarface also have a menagerie? I wonder if that was inspired by Medellin, or maybe it was the it other way around. had to been. Because, like, I know Scarface has influenced a lot of modern day criminals, much in the same way The Godfather uh influenced the mafia, whereas like when The Godfather was made, it was that was not how the mafia was. They made mm-hmm. it, them seem a lot more like gentlemanly and sophisticated than yeah. they actually were. Mm-hmm. Um so that, that that is something I'm curious. Who's uh who's the first one to put this idea in these these drug guys. That's heads? the
1: thing is you know, Escobar had so much when you have that much money you get a little bored. You're like, well, yeah. uh, and I can't travel, so why not bring
0: the world's beauty to me? When I was three years old, I always wanted my own tiger. And yeah. now that I'm the
1: richest man in South America... And, and arguably the world did that at one point. Uh, yeah, potentially. Um, um, why not? Yeah, Escobar saw that, saw that YouTube video of the hippopotamus doing the spiral shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I got to get me one of those. Yeah, I'm going to pollute all the rivers of Colombia with... that's That's like... <laughs>
0: That was one of the big conversation things. It's like when they were deciding what the fuck to do with these hippos, they're like, it's literally making the waters of Columbia's rivers like too toxic for the fish because they take such huge shits.
1: Yeah. And also they're extremely dangerous. One of the most dangerous
0: animals on earth. Terrifying. Like there's all those videos from africa of like river riverboat tours where they're like they see a hippo coming it's like something out of jaws like you see it and it's moving faster than the boat and it's not swimming it is bouncing off the bottom of the river using its its legs lifting thousands of pounds of its own weight it looks ridiculous going like 30 miles an hour. It's insane. And yes. their mouth can fit a man inside yes. of it. They're, and they are hungry, hungry hippos. It's like, the, yeah, it's just such a funny design for nature's most perfect killing machine. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. We're just going to make it all mouth. <laughs> Give it like four teeth. But they're big teeth. Animals rock. And we should leave them alone. We should. Mm-hmm. Anyway, R.I.P. that monkey. It, it did not deserve to be taken down in a hail of gunfire like that. Um, it just had the misfortune of being taken in by a bad crowd. Mm-hmm. And speaking of innocent individuals being taken under the wing of very dangerous people... Uh, yeah. Uh, let's move on now to a little Ezra Miller update. Who is stitching uh, child-sized bulletproof vests as we speak. I mean... Probably. Yeah. And yeah, amidst everything else terrible that's happening in this country right now, it is easy to almost forget that Ezra Miller is still on the loose. We have
1: an Ezra Miller problem in this country.
0: Uh, yeah, he uh, Ezra Miller is is the Jason Bourne of the moment. Mm-hmm. They got him up on the track. Jesus Christ, it's Ezra Miller. <laughs> he is currently holed up in a <laughs> compound. So we've been covering the Flash actors' uh, troubling antics for a couple months now, but, but let's just quickly recap things before we get to the latest news.
1: So the first sign that Ezra Miller might not uh, be... Okay, right now in the head. Uh, it happened back in 2020 when Miller was caught on camera choke slamming a fan at a bar in Iceland. Uh, but things really ramped up uh, in 2022 when Miller got into a bunch of trouble in Hawaii for multiple incidents. Uh, one involved Miller verbally and physically attacking patrons of a karaoke bar. Another involved a restraining order taken out against Miller by a couple he was staying with who said Miller threatened and terrorized them and also stole from them. And another incident involving Miller throwing a chair at a woman's head at a party. All three of these incidents happened within the span of three weeks. And uh a hell yeah. of a run. And the word used by us and uh, now the rest of the media is menace.
0: They're a menace. Mm hmm. And yeah, so that's bad enough. But then it came out that Miller, who uh, uses they, them pronouns, but my bad, we've already fucked that up. Mm -hmm. But uh, they've been accused of basically grooming, drugging, and kidnapping someone's teenage kid. And we don't mean like grooming in the sexual way, at least hopefully not, but Mm -hmm. more in the way where Miller is alleged to have kind of brainwashed these kids into joining what sounds a bit like a cult just centered around Ezra Miller. You're very, you're so mature for your age. You don't need these parents around.
1: Yeah. You should, you should come live with me the quotes are very extremely extremely troubling this is all extremely fucked up um, in Ezra's, in Ezra's mind probably not assuming that they are starting a cult uh, but this is how it starts uh, right. <laughs> this this is this is the beginning of uh, what a cult looks like
0: yeah yeah um, so yeah and this is a cult around Ezra Miller that seems to be mostly populated by uh, teenagers Ezra Miller' is 29 years old by the way just to put that. In the context, but Mm -hmm. uh, a court document describes Miller as using violence, intimidation, threat of violence, fear, paranoia, delusions and drugs to hold sway over that alleged
1: victim. There was a a report about a 12 year old and their mother who got a restraining order against Miller after Miller harassed the two of them while wearing, just like that little monkey, a bulletproof vest and carrying a gun. Apparently stemming from an argument over cultural appropriation of the game Parcheesi. (laughs) Yeah, actually, it's from Rastafarian culture. Oh, cool. Tell me more. How dare you? <laughs> uh, and also t- allegedly tried to get the kid to leave their mother and come live with Miller. You're so mature for your age. With Miller even promising the kid a horse. Why does this keep happening? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh... Huh. Yeah. I'll buy you a horse. Not to connect too many dots here, put on your tinfoil hat. Ezra Miller, Elon Musk, what Whoa! is going on? Whoa. What is up with E and M's buying people horses to do things they wouldn't otherwise do:
0: That's a good question. deserves deeper scrutiny
1: <laughs> someone someone out there is going to make like a two-hour yeah. YouTube uh, video connecting these dots. Yeah. It's not going to be me no. uh, and Miller then apparently later returned to apologize while dressed as a cowboy <laughs> uh, anyway, that brings us uh, up to speed up to now so let's read from the Rolling Stones uh, latest glimpse into what the hell is going on with Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller has been hosting
0: a 25-year-old mother and her three young children at their Vermont farm, a living arrangement that worries the children's father as well as two others with knowledge of the situation, Rolling Stone has learned. Two sources with knowledge of the situation expressed concern to Rolling Stone that it is an unsafe environment for children, alleging there are unattended guns strewn around the home on Miller's 96-acre property. One source, who, like the other, requested anonymity for fear of retribution, smart, recalled an instance where one of the children, a one-year-old, allegedly picked up a loose bullet and put it in her mouth. But the mother, who, like the father Rolling Stone is not naming, claims that Miller had helped her escape from a violent and abusive ex, and Miller helped me finally have a safe environment for my three very young children. Ezra's home ranch has been a healing haven for us, she tells Rolling Stone. They may have firearms for self-defense purposes, and they are stored in a part of the house that the children never go in. Promise. My kids are able to relax more into their healing because of the safety and nurturing Ezra has been providing for them. Mm.
1: (sighs) This does not sound healthy. No. The language, the the word choices there especially. It's a little Stockholm syndrome ish Yeah. Uh, A little, uh, this person is saving me. Um, Mm -hmm. The... A lot going on. Obviously, the most shocking of which is a one-year-old putting a bullet in their mouth. A loose bullet just strewn about. Um, What's what's the words that could happen? uh, Shocking and absurd. Uh, uh, But, yeah, two things can be true here. The father of these children could be a piece of shit. But moving in with Ezra Miller could also be a terrible and dangerous solution to that. Yeah. Miller apparently met the woman and her children while in Hawaii and brought them back to Vermont following all those brushes with the law, and the father says he wasn't even notified. The woman seems to see the situation as Ezra Miller rescuing her and her children, but uh, this, again, it, it feels culty. It has some cult vibes.
0: Cult elements.
1: Yeah, it's cult-adjacent yeah. currently.
0: For now. Uh,
1: the, the Just the optics of uh, being secluded on a nearly 100-acre ranch... In Vermont, heavily yeah, armed to the teeth on a hundred acre ranch,
0: uh, like seven thousand miles from uh, everything. Armed to the you teeth,
1: know. armed yeah. to the teeth. Um, this is a scenario that we have actually seen play out uh, <laughs> it, there are, multiple times there throughout are history.
0: Precedents for this kind of thing, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, just never with uh, the Flash. Yeah, that's the new part. Yeah, who can run back and forth to Hawaii, capturing women and children <laughs> like that, yeah. like that. Hey, you think Hawaii's beautiful? Wait till you see Vermont. I mean, Vermont is beautiful, but... Uh,
0: I've never been, but it, it sure does look We drove pretty. through it
1: when we did that stupid oh, yeah. show.
0: Yeah, we were in New Hampshire. Yeah, you just New couldn't there. see anything because it was all snow. No, it, was, it, was, it was nice looking. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyways, here's from the article. The mother says she is still living at Miller's Farm with her children. The two sources who confirmed seeing children there with their mother describe it as a chaotic environment that is unsafe for children. Video footage from April reviewed by Rolling Stone appears to show at least eight assault weapons, rifles, and handguns lying around the living room, with some weapons propped up next to a pile of stuffed animals. It Seems bad. Yet yeah, this... It's easy to laugh at the absurdity of this, and I hope nothing actually sinister is going on, yeah. but really... Someone should check up on this whole we situation. We should send the ATF
0: down to uh, Ezra Miller's compounds. They are really good at dealing with exactly this sort of situation. No, they're not. <laughs> Waco. Yeah. Anyway, on top of everything else, there's also uh, apparently a new element to the Ezra Miller saga. Uh, an unlicensed and potentially highly illegal marijuana growing operation on that big old farm of his. A <laughs> Take- Here, farm. <laughs> Here's the Rolling Stone again. The two sources also allege that there has been frequent and heavy marijuana use in front of the children, with little concern about proper ventilation. Rolling Stone has also learned that there is a sizable cannabis farm on Miller's property, with Miller's close friend and purported handyman, Whitney Suters, claiming on social media that the two were running a cannabis company called Rebel Alliance Cannabis. Numerous photos posted to Souter's social media pages indicate there is a far greater number of marijuana plants than Vermont's permitted two mature plants or four immature plants that private citizens can own. Souter's told one Facebook friend that there were at least 28 different strains growing for a fall 2021 harvest. Miller's Farm is not among the state's 25 licensed cultivators that are allowed to grow more than six plants and sell to wholesalers, Stone confirmed, with Vermont's Cannabis Control Board.
1: Imagine like getting an interview with Ezra Miller and just going over all of these details uh, from like the exposure of children to firearms to the illegal marijuana growing operation to uh, just just everything. And uh, then e- uh, Ezra Miller's like, actually, it's a handy person. How dare you?
0: <laughs> I should sick my monkey on you.
1: Mm-hmm. I wonder uh, if he's got any exotic animals. Uh, They—they got any exotic animals? Fuck. uh, So yeah, I would assume that's probably in one of the next steps. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, If if. That's the case with all the marijuana growing stuff. Uh, it's something that could, you would assume would be pretty easy to investigate and could potentially get Miller in a lot of trouble. Though, based on Ezra Miller's behavior, it is entirely possible that the entire 28-strain marijuana farm farm is for personal use. You don't understand. I go through about an ounce a day. And I, I want variety. I need these plants. <laughs> uh, that would presumably be a less serious offense. So yeah, uh, if they can prove that in court... Uh, Ezra, would you uh, prove this by smoking an an ounce from each strain in front of the court? I'm going to sit you down, and you're going to smoke that entire ounce. (laughs) The entire yield. (laughs) But uh, anyways, that's where we are with Ezra Miller for now. Um, Story developing. Yes. If things keep going the way that they are, we'll surely be hearing even more about this mess in the very near future. And we very much hope it is uh, not tragic. Yeah, I would like this to get sorted out in a peaceful way. Also, uh, the headlines about his, uh, sorry, their acting career, insane. Warner Brothers like, yeah, yeah, after this next film, they're done.
0: Yeah, Ezra Miller is off the DC slate
1: after we release the the Flash movie that that we we spent
0: a crazy amount of money. We would
1: never work with them again after what's already been filmed, just so everyone's aware.
0: Yeah, it's a weird situation. Uh, I mean, I don't know. What are they supposed to
1: do? Face replacement? Yeah, I mean, they could do the thing from uh, yeah that they did in uh, Snyder's. True. Um, anyway, moving on now from a
0: terrible person to the worst person you know. Uh, back in October, we covered one journalist's efforts to uncover the identity of the person whose face is featured in one of the most timeless click-hole articles ever published. Uh, that article with the headline, Heartbreaking! The worst person you know just made a great point, was first published four years ago, and still sees regular use as a meme whenever an otherwise terrible person manages to make a great point, And you simply have to begrudgingly hand it to them. Which happens a lot on Twitter, where some of the worst people that you could possibly think of are posting their opinions about things constantly. And, uh, you know,
1: every once in a while, they actually nail it. Yeah. And you got to hand it to him. And it's heartbreaking every time. (laughs) In October, Cameron Wilson of Slate detailed the online detective work that he undertook to track down the identity of the man whose face is pictured in the article and has become so synonymous with it that people often just post a photo instead of a <laughs> yeah. screenshot of the actual headline, because everyone gets it. Yeah. Wilson discovered that the picture had originally been a stock image on Getty Images that had since been removed, and painstakingly looked at all the various places the image had appeared online, until finally finding one that still had its original metadata. This led him to the photographer, based in Spain, who ended up not wanting to talk, but he then found the worst person you know in the friends list of the photographer's Instagram. He reached out, but... The worst person was also not interested in talking about it. And that was that. Until now.
0: Yeah, in a recent article in The Guardian, the mysterious worst person you know finally revealed himself and uh, discussed what this very specific type of fame has meant for his life. Uh, So let's read. Soon after the pandemic plunged Spain into confinement, Josep Maria Garcia received a panicked call from his brother-in-law. Quote, He told me not to worry, but that I should Google the phrase the worst person you know, said Garcia. I put it in and there I was, everywhere. I scrolled down and it was my face, my face, my face. I thought, what is going on? Paranoia washed over him as he scrambled to piece together what had happened. He had posed for the photo in 2014 as he accompanied his brother-in-law, a professional photographer, on a work trip to Barcelona. As his brother-in-law, who Garcia asked not to be named, prepared for a photo session with an American writer, he asked Garcia to stand in so that he could adjust for the light. The photo of Garcia, then 34, turned out well, so well that the pair decided to upload it to the Getty Images catalog. Big mistake.
1: Yeah. Uh, Garcia then vaguely remembered that his brother-in-law had mentioned to him back in 2018 that the image had been used in an article for a US-based satirical website, but hadn't thought much of it at the time. But now he realized it had become a meme and didn't really know what to think about it. He says, you wonder, okay, now what happens? Will people show up here wanting to get to know me or wanting to beat me up? (laughs) But the fact that he lives near Barcelona and Clickhole isn't very well known over there meant that nobody around him knew about it, and it never really crossed over into his day to day real life. <clears throat> that changed, however, once Cameron Wilson's article outlined how he'd tracked him down, and others followed the same steps. From the article,
0: his day-to-day life rarely intersected with his online infamy until a journalist dropped clues on how to find him in a series of social media posts. Messages came pouring in from across the English-speaking world, prompting his brother-in-law to remove the photo, but it had already come to define Garcia online. I've read comments that say, he has the face of a Nazi supremacist, or that there is no empathy in my look, he said. He shrugged off the comments, adding with a laugh, I've got a lot of photos
1: with that look. That's my look. It's blue steel. He has perfected it. Yeah. It continues, more than two years after stumbling upon the ubiquity of his meme, Garcia, who describes himself as reserved, has come to accept his singular status. It's not easy. It's surprising how many millions of hits there are, he said. But it's true that with the passing of time, you start to see it differently. For years, he rebuffed interview requests, choosing to instead stay out of the spotlight. But in recent months, as he mulls launching t-shirts that feature his meme, he has opened up to a handful of media. He has steadfastly refused to be photographed, lest it go viral again, he told one <laughs> newspaper, hinting at the scars that continue to linger. He brushed off suggestions that his meme may have been harder to accept than others. Instead, he pointed to swirling debate online as to whether the photo depicts him as the worst person or whether he is captured looking at such a person. No, I'm not the worst person. I'm, I'm reacting I'm, to I'm the worst person. I'm looking
0: at the worst person and, I'm, and I've got to look at And it's my
1: asshole brother who made me famous for no <laughs> yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> Getty Images,
0: what could happen? Hey, we'll, we'll make a couple bucks here or there if someone mm. uses it for an article, but, like, why would they even want to? It's just your face. Yeah. Well, it would be crazy if... if
1: I uh, wonder how much money he made. Or his brother, I guess. Or how that situation's going. I mean,
0: off click hole, probably very little, because they just like they, they, it they it only published time, yeah. it once. Yeah. I mean, it gets screenshotted and reposted constantly, but there's no way of, like, enforcing um, the copyright. You know,
1: NFT solves this... <laughs>
0: I saw uh, someone oh God, some NFT bro was trying to make the case that like NFTs could save Roe v. Wade. Oh my God, like what an
1: amazing Twitter thread. Yeah, I
0: can't even remember what the logic was, but it was it was a, a slow burn too. Like the comedic timing of it was amazing because it was multi-tweet. Everyone's was like, like,
1: okay, okay, wow well, okay, was, I'm I'm
0: on board. Yeah, like the top, it's like, okay, this guy sounds like he's got a plan, and then the next tweet is it It's like three tweets. Down. NFTs will solve this. <laughs> like
1: oh fuck, god damn it. You got me. Yeah.
0: Anyway, the article also, of course, makes comparisons to Andras Arato, better known as Hide the Pain Herald, who similarly discovered that stock photos that he'd posed for, and it's a lot of stock photos, Mm -hmm. had become an online meme and struggled uh, with what to do about it before eventually just embracing his very strange fandom. Uh, Garcia doesn't seem to be leaning into it quite so heavily, at least not yet, but he has appeared on Spanish TV on a talk show where the hosts asked him Various questions to determine exactly how bad of a person he might actually be, like uh, how much he would charge for face masks during a pandemic, and whether he would tidy up after throwing a party at a hotel. And it sounds like he was able to prove that he is not, in fact, the worst person in the world, but rather a victim of some very strange circumstances, like that
1: monkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had no choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in other European news, though, Switzerland is known for being a beautiful vacation destination. But if you're looking for a slightly more unorthodox place to stay there a new hotel offers what is definitely an unorthodox type of accommodation. As you can see here, the hotel room looks like any average European hotel room, except it's very conspicuously missing a ceiling and walls. And also, it's right next to a gas station. It doesn't seem very comfy, but hey, there is room service. So, um, what's going on with this? Is is this some sort of art project? And yeah, obviously, but (laughs) (laughs) let's read from Reuters about what they're going for with this. I couldn't sleep, and my room was too noisy, maybe
0: complaints hoteliers dread from guests, but for the Rickland brothers, that is the entire point of their latest zero star hotel art installation. The Swiss concept artist hotel room is essentially a double bed on a platform with two bedside tables and lamps. There are no walls, ceiling, or doors to provide any privacy or shelter. They have set up their null stern suite, German for zero star, on a roadside next to a petrol station in the village of Sion, in the southern Swiss canton of Valais. The intention is to make guests think about the problems in the world, the twin brothers said, and inspire them to act differently. Sleep is not the point, said Frank Ricklin. What's important is reflecting about the current world situation. Staying here is a statement about the need for urgent changes in society. Uh, guests are invited in their half-sleep to consider topics like climate change, war, and humanity's endless quest for perfection and the damage it causes the plant.
1: And this isn't the first open-air hotel room concept that these guys have made. Other suites they offer include one on top of a hill and another in the middle of a vineyard, where the concept is more about taking in the natural beauty of the Swiss landscape. But with this new gas station suite, they say they're making a statement about how those other picturesque locations might not be around forever if things continue on their current path. It seems like a pretty straightforward conceptual art project. Uh, something funny, though, is that when this Reuters article was reprinted by the Toronto Sun, they kept everything the same, except they changed the headline. Uh, they changed it to, Woke Enough For You? Swiss Hotel Offers Sleepless Nights to Ponder World's Crises. This damn wokeness.
0: They're coming for our conceptual <sighs> art.
1: Uh, went from figurative woke to literal woke. Yeah, you will not be you sleeping. Can't, you can't, the fumes are just too much. Yeah. Uh, it's a funny way to frame a story. Uh, the word woke has just lost all meaning. And in this case, it just means that it acknowledges climate change and other things wrong with the world. Woke. <laughs> oh, your eyes are open yeah. to the realities we're all having to live with. I I hate
0: so much what has been done to the word woke. It is it is probably the most, and it's, this is, you know, there's a lot of examples, but woke might be the most egregious misuse of... Uh, African-American vernacular English Mm -hmm. uh, being appropriated by white people. It's lost all fucking meaning. Yeah. Anyway, another similar example, because this is a pattern, of a tabloid just applying the term woke to literally anything at all, uh, recently showed up in the Daily Mail, which ran this incredible headline. UK builders go woke. Study finds three quarters of tradesmen discuss their feelings with colleagues while two thirds shun the fried breakfast and nearly half say they are history buffs. (laughs) They might as well be wearing dresses. Wow, do they have tea time and put their pinkies up too? In my day, builders in the UK died at age 45 from severe cirrhosis of the liver.
1: Yes, and we were happy about it. They kept their emotions bottled up until it gave them a heart attack. They took their emotions out on their wives and children. Yes, they they bottled up their emotions, they drank like sailors, and they ate fried breakfast every day until they died (laughs) at a ripe old age of 38. Look at what the libs are taking away from us. How are we supposed to support all of our retirees <laughs> when they die at 75 or 80 instead of 40?
0: So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like construction workers in Britain are taking just the most basic steps to care for
1: their physical and mental health. Yeah. But, uh,
0: sure. The builders have all
1: gone woke. In this scenario, uh, woke is just the opposite of uh, deep sleep, which is death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these uh, tradesmen are actually uh, trying to survive by expressing their feelings and uh, adopting a healthy lifestyle while also um, learning from history and uh, attempting, in theory, not to repeat it.
0: Yeah. UK is, uh, <laughs> UK is fascinating. They got that rail strike right now, which like, the UK media is like coming down super hard on, but it it actually has pretty widespread support among the population. Did you
1: see the interview where they're like, Oh, but what about if someone can't go to the hospital to uh, do like a life saving surgery? It's like, okay, like why don't you just pay us? Obviously, we're a vital service yeah. that you rely on. There was I saw another one. It
0: was like um, it wasn't a union rep, but it was someone on that side of the issue, and uh, you know the 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 interviewer was just coming down super hard on it. was like these are this is ridiculous. Like, oh, everyone gets a fucking pony, and then the guy's like well, this wouldn't be a problem. Like, She's like, how are we going to pay for this? It's like, well, we'll tax the rich more. It's like, oh, well, that's
1: ridiculous.
0: It's like, it's right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's uh, the, the rail workers have gone woke, by which I mean they uh, are asking for their, their pay to increase with inflation. Yes, they're They've asking for a,
1: their, their cost of living to, uh, their pay to go with cost mm-hmm. of living. like, well, if we give these people more
0: money. Then we're going to give everyone, <laughs> we're gonna have to give everyone more are like, oh, yeah, that's the fucking idea, buddy. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the the builders in the UK, they've all gone woke. Uh, The mail obviously is not going for positive connotations with that woke description. Uh, The implication is that manual laborers have gone soft, which is an appealing message to their readers who are all stuck in this uh, mythical 60s version of Britain that that never actually existed. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's dumb, but it also led to this video response from a union uh, scaffolding guy who called out the Daily Mail for the clowns they are. In, in a very thick working-class accent. Check it out.
2: Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm a GMB union rep in construction at HBC, Europe's largest construction site. And I've got a message for the male newspaper about your story calling us all woke. We work long hours in a manual job for long stretches away from our family and friends. We have the highest suicide rate among male occupations. It's not easy being away from your home and family, but I guess you wouldn't understand that. So if you think it's a laugh to take the mick out of us about yoga and meditation and other things, like our feelings, speaking to each other about our mental health, you need to give your head a wobble and get in the real world. Mental health's massive and people need to speak to each other. Talking to each other saves lives. Forget your diverse culture wars and your woke narratives and we'll carry on looking out for each other here on our mental health at HPC. And uh, we'll carry on reading the proper newspaper as well, a working man's newspaper. And we absolutely love a breakfast. So get your
0: facts right. I oh, know I don't know where you got that information about
1: the fried breakfast. We still love them. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, that in the UK, if you don't come home from work covered in soot, yeah, with a with a with a broom that has bristles that are I bent saw, every direction,
0: I saw a documentary called Mary Poppins. Yeah, and these men were climbing up and down chimneys all day, just getting black long, and they were ha- they were so happy about it, that they were dancing.
1: Yes. On the roofs. With uh, magical cartoon creatures that appeared because of the poison that they were inhaling (laughs) on a daily basis. (laughs) The uh, carbon monoxide. (laughs) (laughs) That movie uh, actually has a lot deeper of a meaning. These people are all tripping balls on (laughs) uh, carcinogens. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, uh, speaking of the opposite of carcinogens. Yeah. We got good stuff for you for the sponsor. Very good stuff. Uh, Before we move into the headlines half of this episode, this episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens, a product that we both use literally every day. Have you seen this energy that I am exuding today? (laughs) Athletic Greens was pitched to us as a health supplement that's better than pills and capsules at getting you the vitamins, minerals and probiotics that your body needs. Sounds great. But we didn't expect it to be so delicious, nor did we expect it to noticeably improve our energy and digestion. Starting the day with a scoop of AG1 is honestly more important than the first cup of coffee at this point. And ever since they sent it to me, I this it is an everyday yeah, routine for me I crave it. It's good, and it's I've been wild. Came back from j- vacation, had to start jogging and uh, yeah. biking and stuff more uh, to get rid of all the poke. And uh, yeah, I've been using it every day, and it's it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. So what is this stuff? Uh, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery focus, and again, all the things. And unlike a lot of multivitamin supplements that just go right through you, these are high-quality ingredients that your body will ab- ac- it'll actually absorb. You won't see it... Uh, Coming out of you, <laughs> yeah. uh, glowing in the dark.
1: <clears throat> yeah, Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. Athletic Greens cost less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And it's lifestyle friendly, whether you're keto, uh, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free.
0: All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com weird. Again, that is athleticgreens.com weird to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And
1: vitamin D is important. I go outside all the time. I'm very much outside. And my doctor is just like, yeah, I know. But you need to take more vitamin D. It's just people yeah. lack it. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so it's very good to have, especially a year supply of that. It's yeah. awesome. You only need one drop. Boop. It's the mutant serum that helps you live. Uh, This episode is also sponsored by Adam and Eve. I mean, this is YouTube, so we can't really go into much detail about the vast selection of adults-only products that Adam and Eve sells. But you probably know, and if you don't, now you do. Uh, By using code WEEKLY at adamandeve.com, you can get 50% off one item plus free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. I mean, some restrictions apply, but uh, this is a great deal, especially if you've are aware of the website and have been holding back on a purchase for such a deal like ours. It's never
0: too early to start shopping for Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam and Eve has 24-7 customer service, 90-day no-hassle returns, and ships their products in discreet packaging. They've been in business over 50 years, and 20% of their profit goes to help fight the spread of HIV around the world. So head over to adamandeve.com and use code WEEKLY for 50% off one item plus free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. Some restrictions apply. All right,
1: now let's get into the wildest, craziest, weirdest headlines from around the world from this week, starting with...
0: Microscopic mites that have sex on our faces at night could face evolutionary oblivion, say scientists. Say it ain't so. It is uh... my, my closest friends, the microscopic <laughs> mites that live on my face. Yeah, this is a thing, I, you don't hear about this much. I, I, I very distinctly remember in like eighth grade in science class, we watched a video that actually showed footage of these things. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? There's little bugs that live on all of our faces. They're so small, you can't see them. They're my friends. And they literally, they hide in your pores during the day. They come out at night. Uh, <sighs> and they, the the headline here is about how they, you know, over however many thousands of years, they've become so dependent on humans that, like, their behavior is influenced by our hormones. Mm. So they know to wake up when, like, uh, they start detecting melatonin secretions mm-hmm. in your pores um and just like a bunch of other stuff they basically every night is spring break yeah it's basically they're like symbiotic like a lot a lot like the bacteria in our stomach but they're like they're bugs that live on your face
1: (laughs) it's literally like waking up every night hearing a steel drum that doesn't exist because they're just partying partying on my face like margaritaville over there yeah yeah i
0: mean if you apparently if you want to kill them all you got to do is take a nap outside in the sun, oh, <laughs> let's just get zapped.
1: <laughs> you die of skin cancer.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're so they're so like dependent on us that they'll just wake up and just immediately get devoured by the you Could you
1: uh, take a, a melatonin tablet and then like try to stay awake and they'd come out? Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: You wouldn't. You still wouldn't be able to see them though. They're they're tiny and they're like transparent too.
1: You a forget of, that I own a monocular.
0: A lot of people are like allergic to them though, and uh, they, a lot of them live in your eyelashes. And people yeah. get infections up there, and it's uh, that—that's when it can be bad. Technically, a sexu- sexually transmitted disease because they are having sex on your face. You yeah, know?
1: and then they give you a little cut,
0: and they're shitting on your face too. Mm-hmm.
1: Next headline: Florida man accused of fraud caught fleeing to Cuba on jet ski. Officials say <laughs> he'll never take me alive. It's definitely—it's possible. Yeah, take it. It's
0: about ninety miles from the Keys. Yeah, that's the
1: southernmost uh, point. Uh, so it, yeah,
0: you'd you'd want to get to the Keys first and then start your jet ski journey. But it, I mean, that water can get choppy. Uh, you're going to want a full tank, I imagine. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, people, bring a sail. It's right there. Cuba's right there, and it's a lovely place to mm-hmm. visit if you can. You know, you either fly to Mexico and then fly there because you can't go direct anymore, or you just hop on a jet ski in the Keys. It's great if you're trying to escape uh fraud charges mm-hmm. from uh, i guess this guy did a bunch of like medicare fraud yeah it makes where sense where he uh he claimed expenses for a bunch of medical equipment that he didn't actually buy pretty cut and dry case so
1: you know you can take jet skis to catalina from like long beach
0: yeah kale did that recently really yeah
1: and maybe that's where I saw it because I, I, I didn't ask browsing. him how
0: he went. He told me like before. I was like, "That sounds bad." Like every time I've taken a ferry over to Catalina, like it's gotten choppy as hell. People are puking well, over the side. Well, <laughs> when you're on a jet ski, that can be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your gooch is gonna feel it the next day, though. Well, yeah, yeah. So
1: it's doable.
0: Yeah, it's doable. Bear dies after getting trapped in hot car while searching for food in Tennessee. <laughs> Poor bastard. We are. So bad to the animals. Human existence is a plague. Can you imagine, not only, you know, this happens a lot with camping, but you left like a, a single stick of gum in your car, and you come back to your car after a couple hours, and there's a fucking bear rummaging through it, just tearing it apart. That's bad enough. Imagine coming back to your car, and you find a dead bear locked inside your car. A fucking bear,
1: just dead. What do you do? You, uh, I would feel terrible because I mean I, I don't know what the uh, legal maneuvering is, but you technically killed a bear. I mean, yeah. I doubt they're protected in Tennessee, but
0: yeah, I, I think you're probably in <clears> the <throat> clear. But um, yeah, like, yeah, take it home, make it into a rug. I Don't know how this bear got. The bear broke in and somehow managed to close the door behind itself. And the child
1: locks were on. Uh, as and then food. I'm sure it was
0: just losing its mind, tearing the whole thing apart.
1: I mean, I still feel terrible. What a terrible, terrible way to die. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Poor bear. <sighs> Animals have no choice. They have no choice. A nightmare. Family living without a roof
1: after theirs was removed by a contractor they never hired. Ugh. This yeah, is, this is a... Uh, somehow the less severe version of switching the uh, uh, clipboards at a hospital. Yeah, I mean... More
0: expensive to fix in a lot of ways. I don't know. Hospitals are pretty expensive. I mean, the hospital stuff can be permanent, but it's like, uh, yeah, I guess this, yeah, the the builder or whatever, the roofer just went to the wrong house, like got the address mixed up. Well, I'm not fixing this. And uh, yeah, it's confusing because they're like, oh, well, our 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 insurance will pay for it. Just call them up, and they're like, "Uh, no, we fucking won't, because there's no provision for uh, this specific thing. It's like, I don't know why the roofers don't just say, we'll give you a new roof. Like, we literally we build roofs for a living. But uh, yeah, they've been living underneath a tarp for a month. The house is probably, if I had to guess, it's probably going to be a total loss because it's been raining a lot uh, where this is. And the roofer didn't
1: do anything because that would
0: be admitting fault. I, that's probably, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it would be the right thing to do, but I'm sure their lawyers just like, you know, they, 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 if you admit fault and you fix the roof, they can still sue you for the inconvenience. So just do nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. That sucks. What a country. A court upheld the firing of two LAPD officers who ignored a robbery to play Pokemon Go. Oh, wow. So you're telling me these
0: guys who got fired from the LAPD like five years ago and could have probably just gone and gotten a police job anywhere else in the country without their reputation being tarnished, decided to pursue this to the fullest extent of the law, get their names all over the internet. So now whenever you Google any of them, the first thing that comes up is how they ignored uh, calls to go to the crime scene so they could catch a Snorlax. Don't yeah. th- I don't think it's worked out very well for them.
1: No, which is good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: It, is, it is still just insanely funny, especially right now as the LAPD is uh, once again terrorizing uh, its constituents. Um, it is funny that this is the one way you get fired from the LAPD. Yes. Pokemon. Beating the shit out of journalists? Ah, I mean, who
1: among us? Pokemon video games? Uh-uh. Why would you want to catch a virtual monster when there's so many real life monsters there, out there? Yeah, all these super predators out
0: roaming the streets.
1: Mhm.
0: Ohio State University awarded trademark on the or the I don't know what these freaks obsession with this is. It's all it's very like for It's like the football teamers, right? Oh, you go to Ohio State? Uh no, I go to the Ohio State University. All right, buddy.
1: It seems excessive.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, they got uh, all these all the football schools in Middle America. It's it's just a different world. I'll never fully understand. <laughs> yeah, my school didn't even have a football team. I think our best our our, our basketball team was good for like one season in the eighties, um, and then their their top player uh, died of a heart attack on the court. Uh, And uh, that was like their crowning achievement. They still referred to that as like their sports accomplishments. I have no, I have no perspective. No, I just, these, these football schools, I don't get it. But yeah, now it's the Ohio State University and they've got the fucking trademark,
1: buddy. So get it right or pay the price. You don't want to mess with Ohio. The Ohio. (laughs) Tokyo mayoral win a huge surprise for candidate living in Belgium. Oh shit. guess I got to move back to Japan. Oh no. Yeah, it's just this lady
0: who's lived in Belgium for 10 years, has a family over there, a Belgian husband, kids. Uh, and during COVID, she just got really into attending Zoom meetings of like city council meetings in uh, back in Tokyo in her old neighborhood and got very popular at that and decided, ah, I'll run for like... Let her do it virtually then. I'll run for my the mayor of my uh, district. And she fucking won. She's like, uh, oh, shit. If you're wow.
1: doing a good enough job, just like every other job, if you're doing a good enough job at that job, Virtually. you should be able to do it virtually I mean it should be possible yeah,
0: yeah. It'd be a bit weird though I can see why it wouldn't go over so well uh but...
1: yeah the the <laughs> problem that I think a lot of Americans would have with it uh would be that uh, you should be able to face your yes uh,
0: yeah yeah uh yeah this would be a pretty big deal breaker but uh this lady also her politics seem pretty good she's uh in mean, Japan's like pretty notoriously uh, conservative and mm-hmm. and she seems to be support like social programs and stuff like that and clearly her message resonated with people despite being like seven thousand miles away yeah so ah uh, uh, you'll figure it out later yeah I'm
1: sure this will work itself out
0: Hostess debuts Twink Coin snack inspired by <laughs> cryptocurrency
1: <laughs> another There's, Pride Month special
0: several layers to this one yeah first of all Twinkies. The fact that they are debuting their uh, cryptocurrency-themed um, pastries uh, right as, like, actually at this point, like almost a full month after the market has just collapsed, mm-hmm. is hilarious timing. But the, what's even funnier is just Twink Coin sounds it's a sounds like a gay cryptocurrency. Yes, for for small gay men. Yes, petite gay men.
1: Like they had TwinkCoin. to Twink have- Coin. There has to be some level of Wait. awareness here, like the crypto crash and then Pride Month and the debut of this yeah. cannot be a coincidence.
0: The city of West Hollywood has officially adopted Twink twinkcoin as a, as a legal tender at all at
1: yeah. all vendors. yeah
0: but not at Barney's beanery. No, we
1: don't, <laughs> we don't take that twink coin. Don't make us tap the side. <laughs> god oh what a horrific history for a uh, historic bar an otherwise great bar but yeah, yeah uh, just a dark history a very yes. hateful place yeah man <laughs> literally a old uh horrific biker bar seated in one of the most progressive parts of the yeah. entire country yeah yeah but uh for a while there what a great place to eat and get mm. a beer after work <laughs> Japanese man
0: loses USB stick with entire city's personal details.
1: Oh, butterfingers. <laughs>
0: he got wasted. He got blackout drunk and fell asleep on the street when he woke up. The USB
1: with everyone's personal data. Gone. Yeah.
0: Well, this is unfortunate.
1: Oh, geez. Well, you know, it happens. So, hey, boss, you know, the,
0: the USB drive that has everyone's
1: personal data.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, it's it's
1: gone. We had a. Uh... Back in the old touring days, we had a tour manager who uh, liked to drink, and uh, one night in Philadelphia, uh, ended up in an alley with the band's guarantee and merch money in his fucking pocket. Luckily, it wasn't gone, but passed out in an alley near the fucking van. Like, tried to make his way back and just fucking slept on the street. In Philadelphia? Yeah. It was like South Street, Oh, okay. But yeah, easily someone could have been like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to just check this guy's pockets. Oh my God. Here's thousands of dollars. Yeah. The, uh, the thing is, if you uh, if you have something extremely vital and important on you. Don't uh, get wasted. <laughs> yeah. Don't get blackout <laughs> drunk. Woo. And uh, final headline.
0: Murph is a fucking nightmare. People are loving Nerf's new non-binary mascot. Have you seen uh, Murph? No, I haven't. Show me. Please. Oh my God. He's a man made entirely out of Nerf darts.
1: Uh-huh.
0: He, uh. Not a man. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's an, they are a, a thing. Boom. Look at that. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Looks like a ghillie
1: suit. Yeah. It's like a giant coosh. Yeah, I almost thought, because. This is the face of the resistance. This and Gritty. Yeah, I
0: like this. Uh, and yeah. Because uh, it's actually intimidating as Murph hell. Murph
1: is canonically,
0: uh, they use they, them pronouns in the entire press release. And um yeah, they uh, supposedly, all they've shown so far is the photos, but they, they say Murph is going to be part of the, the video ad campaigns moving forward. So that's exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see I how I want to see up. Murph in Call of Duty. Yeah. Looks like a Call of Duty skin.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They can, there you go. They can even add like a Nerf gun skin.
1: And everyone in guns. every Call of Duty lobby use the proper pronoun. That's pronos.
0: right. As they do. Yeah, as is tradition. The most respectful community in all of gaming.
1: Uh, well, I'm excited to see everything that happens with Murph. I, I, yeah. Mascots are the one good thing that remains in this country. More
0: more companies are embracing the uh, the type of mascot that is initially off-putting, but eventually, uh, you know, people come around to them.
1: Yeah. With Gritty
0: I, being the biggest example, but like the, the fucking pickle up in Portland. Yes. I one. still
1: think the funniest thing that's happened in the past couple of years is when that guy called out Dinger at the baseball game, and everyone <laughs> thought, he thought he was saying the... <laughs> the worst word in the entire language. Dinger! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck did that guy just say? People were making statements, official yeah. statements, on behalf of the team we and the are, league.
0: We are deeply appalled by it was
1: That was like the, the culmination of so many funny things wrapped yeah. up in what, like misunderstanding, uh, yeah. the heightened awareness of like racism. We're all a bit uh, on edge. Yeah, that was the tipping point of like so much buildup that it, it is like the perfect example. I'm gonna be bringing that up in like decades. Be like, you want to know where fucking history uh, kind of like peaked back then? Yeah. It was. It was when the guy yelled "dinger." It was a watershed moment. It, it really was. I, I think about that and laugh all the time. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah,
0: I mean, obviously, uh, the Roe v. Wade stuff happening right now is yeah. horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but, are... but it's it, first of all, it's it's inspiring that uh, we we put up another fundraiser in our last video. We set the goal at five thousand. We've already doubled that. You guys have doubled that. We were at like eleven thousand when I last checked. In twenty
1: four hours, I I am completely completely blown away. It's one of those things where you know. Obviously, we love our community. We love making the videos for you, and we we try to have a good time. Sometimes things get serious. Um, it was also great to see the comments of like understanding when we need to get serious and appreciating that. But also doing stuff on YouTube, it's like you see you see numbers and analytics, and it becomes like just this thing. And it luckily through the Discord we're able to connect with uh, some of the viewers and stuff like that. But when you see stuff like this, where this community that we've built where you you kind of like don't realize what you're doing at the time. This community that we built is so good and can do so many good things. It's honestly one of the most heartening things that I've seen in in a time that is very disheartening. So it, I just want to say thank you to the, the, the community, all of you watching. Well done. Yeah. I'm proud of you. It really, really, really means a lot to see just how amazing you all are. It's Incredible. Um, and it's
0: also been uh, pretty heartening to see the protests that uh, I, I have not seen crowds that big since uh, 2020, and yeah. these might even be bigger crowds in like every major city across the country.
1: Yes. Um, so it, in a not da- going down without a fight. In a dark world where everything seems like it's the worst, all of you show that that's not the case, yeah. which is. Amazing, and thank you. And we're we're gonna run that fundraiser until the Fourth of July, which is a very awkwardly timed holiday for the country right Not now. Not really
0: one I'm gonna be celebrating in any visible way this. Yeah, be
1: wearing your uh, American flag shorts, waving your flags, and no, I think setting I'm about, the canyons on fire. I think I'm just gonna go up to the mountains and do mushrooms. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, if you haven't seen our video about the uh, about Roe v. Wade being overturned, please check it out over here, uh, if you can. I I think it's on mobile. It's below the video on desktop. It's to the left or right. You'll find it. You'll find it. There's a fundraiser there. Uh, You've already gone above and beyond, but we are running it until the 4th of July uh, because it shows that there is some good in the country. Um, Check out our other videos over here. We also have the NFT Fest video. Check those out and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.